Welcome listeners to another episode of Let's Do It, a series of podcasts related to anything to do with pregnancy, birth and babies here in Northern Ireland. I hope you're enjoying the various topics we've been covering in the podcast and we will continue to keep them interesting and valuable for mummies here in our wee community. So this evening I have a real gem for you as I have Eve here with me chatting about the birth of her babies. So on that note, welcome Eve. Hi, um, I'm Eve. I'm mom to three boys. I have two um, three-year-old twins, Charlie and Noah, and six-month-old Lucas here with me as well. Oh yes, yeah, so we've got lovely Lucas here who is very happy chugging away here, having a wee feed. Um, and he might join in yeah, if he wants most to. Most likely. Yeah, we hope so. <laughs> so we were just thinking here how long we've known each other and I thought we've known each other for a long time, but it turns out it's just a year this month. Yeah, a year. Just a year. Um, when, well, you contacted me before Christmas, you said? Yeah, about, just before Christmas, November. About uh, the services, about having a doula, yes. thinking about having a doula for your your second birth. Yes. Now, do you want to tell us a wee bit about the twins? birth or? Yeah, sure. Um, so my twins were born in Dublin in 2017. Um, pregnancy went all really easy and um, I was scheduled for routine induction at 37 weeks and it yeah. kind of just all went downhill from there and we ended up having an emergency section. Right. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was all quite traumatizing for me, just yeah. the way I was treated by the doctors and the midwives. Yeah. And um, so that's kind of what led me towards looking into having a doula for my second birth then. Yeah, and I was just, I mean, I was making a few notes beforehand. I was going to ask you like, oh, where did you um, hear about doulas? But you're not. I actually don't know. It's it's just something that came up somewhere probably on Facebook or yeah. I know a friend of mine in Wicklow mm-hmm. at the time was a postpartum doula. She's now a birth doula as well. Oh, very good. Um, yeah. But I think I've known beforehand. Um, so I don't know, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. someone has planted the seed somewhere yes. that you wanted to find Thankfully. out more. Yeah, and I remember us meeting in your home, I remember meeting the twins. And you just wanted to find out more, like what I could do to support you during your birth? Um, to be second. honest, we spoke on the phone beforehand and the second yeah. you answered the phone, I knew <laughs> that I wanted you, just your voice was, Aww. that's kind of what sold me. Oh, how lovely. Yeah. Mm. Nice to know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew. You knew, okay. It's just a formality. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we had lots of fun getting to know each other. <laughs> and then you also decided to uh, do some hypnobirth. And that was really good as well, not just from doing the hypnobirthing side of things, but also because it meant I could visit you more. Yes, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why I like to just always have my reason. <laughs> um, and get to know you and your wee family more to prepare for the birth as well. But hopefully also that you were learning some good birthing techniques. We did. Hypnobirthing yes. techniques and tools and uh, takes a wee bit of time like, for them to... Yeah, I think it was mostly beneficial actually for us because mm. he really enjoyed it and he spoke about it afterwards a lot yeah. and he was actually really into it because I think in the beginning he was, he did it more because I wanted to do it but yeah. then he actually started to enjoy it a lot. That's really good, yeah. I remember him afterwards for yeah. the first time we showed one of the birth videos and he was like, 
oh that's amazing or yeah. something because he was oh. never into me watching Buffy's he never yeah. really paid attention to it because he wasn't that into it but then when you showed the videos it was like Ooh, I'm interested yeah. now that's good it's good to know because yeah. um, videos that you see with hypnobirthing aren't the ones that you normally see on television no, or in movies no. or that yeah because they are real they're realistic <laughs> but anyway so back to having a doula and us getting to know each other and then I mean I was just beside myself because whenever we met each other and we're talking about your birthing preferences you were planning thinking about having a home birth oh I knew mm -hmm. that's what I wanted that yeah. wasn't even just a possibility you were I was, going for I was it. I was going for it and well Dillas all all love yeah. home births and I'm sure midwives love home births too but uh, we knew there was a few wee variations of the pregnancy one yeah. was the fact that you'd had the cesarean so, before yeah. um, and then the gestation the diabetes, diabetes on top of that yeah so. so we had to do lots of research and make sure that you were making informed decisions not yes. only to convince your consultant and midwives and that but for ourselves and know yeah. that we were doing the right exactly I mean I want obviously I wanted a home birth but not um, just to have, for the sake of having a home birth but to also have a safe birth so if I hadn't been safe for whatever reason obviously I would have gone with the safest option but of course yeah. for as long as it was safe that yeah. was my my top priority really yeah so it was really interesting like looking at all the different birth preference plans and all the options and alternatives um, that are out there because a lot yeah. of mums don't realise that they do have <coughs> yes Lucas yeah you know that they do have the right to birth their babies where they want yeah. and also maybe against what's called medical advice so doctors might have a different idea yeah of what's what should be done yeah um, so it's really about making informed decisions and looking yeah. at all the options rather than just listening to the doctor and what they want to do. Yeah, it's so true um, it's, and that's one reason obviously why I'm so glad you decided to come do this free podcast with me because there's so many women out there who don't realise that actually you can have a home birth yeah. um, after a cesarean, never mind yes. any other wee variations as well. Yes. Um, but uh, we got a good team together and uh, we did our best team because <laughs> I was so lucky it was a really good team we had yeah and we had a we chat with um, the consultant midwife in the area with yes. Shona Hamilton oh, absolute angel <laughs> everybody should have a Shona in their life yeah definitely she's such a star yeah. and um, obviously from her point of view she's not here this evening to talk but for her to assure herself and her medical team yeah. that you were making informed decisions yes. was basically what she then she can fire ahead and support you yes and, and she did well. she went above and beyond for me really yeah yeah so that was great and it's lovely working with Shona I remember us looking at the road of thinking oh that would have <laughs> yeah we went to the past <laughs> Yeah, because that would be lovely. I mean, I would love to um, be at a birth with Shona as well. But um, one day, one day, maybe <laughs> one day. Yes, we will. It'll all happen if it's meant to be. So yeah, we're talking about home birth after cesarean. We're talking yes. about maternal choices, um, personal choice, and um, believing in in yourself and knowing what's best for you. So back to that sort of the brain acronym you know thinking about what's the benefits yes. and the risks what's the alternatives what your instinct tells you and what if you do nothing 
Yeah, and we um, had a beautiful, we have a beautiful story to tell. Eve. Oh, we do, <laughs> and I like telling. Yeah, <laughs> so nice. <laughs> so let's go back to that night. Um, did you have any wee um, predominant labour? Did you? I can't remember. Well, that. because I had the sweep. Uh, what three four days four or five days before i actually had him yeah and that was because and that was because i chose to go to be induced at 30, 41 weeks yes um just because of the gestation yes. diabetes and the deterioration of the placenta i just didn't want to, to take any risk and yeah. i think it's the nice guidelines recommend yeah. induction at 41 weeks mm-hmm. And then I was coming up to my due date and I had the sweep, I think the day before my due date, mm-hmm. um, just to, because I, I felt a little bit under pressure yeah. um, and that's where Shona came in again and yeah. she did the sweep, she offered to do the sweep um, just because of my history um, with the previous birth, it wasn't yeah. really a nice thing to think about. Yeah. So she knew that and she offered to, to do it rather than some random stranger doing it. Yeah, and that was really, really quite yeah. special, wasn't it? Yes, I was really nice because yeah. she just listened. Paid, she listened, yeah. she knew exactly what was happening and what to look out for and it was all my choice rather than something being forced on me. Yeah, yeah, and that was important as well for you, as you said. Yes. You have this sort of cloud almost hanging over you with the pending induction and yes. you really want you don't want your dreams to be shattered you know your dreams at home birth so it's yeah. nice to think that you do what you can yes and you don't want to be stressed either and yeah. then push it out even further yeah definitely so yeah so that was i think that was the thursday and then the friday i've started with contractions so yeah it was for the whole weekend really that yeah. that i had ongoing contractions well thanks for coming so sorry Eve, about that so back to the weekend then just before the baby arrived um, we were talking about you were having um, yes, yes I had yeah sorry I call it contractions That's I'm not I'm fussed <laughs> um, yeah so I was having the contractions kind of over the weekend but it never really lasted and it never progressed and so it's just really a waiting game just and warming up yeah warming up and mm-hmm. every contraction is doing something yeah, so it was definitely. all good and it was doable and it wasn't exhausting and I could sleep at night so it was Good, yeah, it was good. And then, what was it, Sunday? Yeah, mm-hmm. Sunday I spent pretty much all day in the shower. Yeah. Because it was right. kind of getting a bit more intense. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was actually talking to Nikki from the Sling Library. Yeah. Um, and she said, have you spoken to Anya? And I was like, no, maybe I should really. <laughs> because I didn't really know what to expect, whether it was going to go slow or fast. And yeah. then we texted mm-hmm. and you said you were going to come around at half eight after the boys had gone to sleep. That's just right. to see how things are going. Yeah. And yeah. I called the hospital as well, just for the to alert the midwives, because we had said um, that we kind of do an early contact as a pre-warning. Yeah. And by the time... I hung up the phone, everything was going. Yeah. So that's, yeah, you came at, to my house at half eight. The it midwives eight, yeah. were there at about the same time, I think. Yeah, one was I don't and one arrived remember. shortly yeah. after, but yeah. I could tell you were. Um, I was past the stage you, yeah. of chatting, definitely. Yeah, you weren't going yeah. back. There was no going no. back. And what I remember no. is, well, you were in the perfect birthing position because you were leaning over your table, and every time yes. you had a, a strong surge, you went up in your toes. And I thought, yes. I don't even this remember that. I don't happening. remember that at all. Yeah, so. it, was, it was amazing. And you had 
you had your breath and space all lovely and prepared with fairy lights and affirmations. Yes. They're those. still hanging, everything's still hanging. <laughs> six Lucas months is later. six months old now, yeah. <laughs> but that's good, it's a nice yeah, reminder. It's and nice some, and part yeah. of the inventory now. Yeah. So. Some of those affirmations I'm sure you can still use. Yes, are definitely. They're day. quite general. Yeah, and good for parenting sometimes. Yes. <laughs> yes, and needed. Three little ones. Yeah. So when we back to this magical yes. birth, it was, it, was, it was really magical. So um, it wasn't that long really until you got into the pool. I don't know. You don't know. I have absolutely no concept yeah. of time of anything. Well. Um, but it didn't feel very long. Like I didn't yeah. feel like I was waiting no. for, for the pool to fill. It went quite quickly. So. Yeah, Ross had that sort of no yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get in, you were hardly in the pool very long either, you didn't get... That felt a good bit longer, being yeah. in the pool. I mean, I don't know when exactly I went into the pool. I think it was about 10-ish. Yeah, I think based, was, based yeah. on the notes, I think it was around 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was in there for about three hours, but that felt a bit longer, I think, than what than beforehand. Yeah. But it was easier. Than yeah. beforehand as well. Beforehand, I had the tens machine, which did help a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But eventually, that was. Then she just wanted yeah, the water, it, don't yeah, she? Just, yeah, the water really helped because it slowed everything down just for a few minutes. Just get your breath. And exactly, mm-hmm. just relax a little bit and then start over. Get into a nice and rhythm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She did. Didn't feel like you were in for three hours, it really didn't. Well, I think I think it was ten and then he was born at once, so. Yeah. Would have. Yeah. Roughly, I mean, it wasn't really long overall, anyway. So no, no, definitely very wasn't. intense, very intense. Yeah, and definitely not text because I know Ross was saying to me that the midwives called for the next morning shift, mm-hmm. and um, because the contractions were quite short, I think they never went longer than about forty seconds. That's or right. Something. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so they thought I would be Away. being there for a little bit longer, but. Um, yeah, no, that was it was fairly intense, so definitely moving. Yeah, your second stage yeah. was very fast. Yeah, wasn't it? Whenever this wee man decided to come, he was coming. Oh, was he was it. he was on his way out. Yeah, he wasn't uh, he wasn't hanging around. Yeah, and I remember transition as well. That was yeah. definitely the the typical. I can't do this anymore. Oh yes, we heard yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, but you um, still remain very calm. You might not yeah. have followed, I don't, but I you don't, were. I don't know. No, I think I was calm, mm-hmm. but. It's it's involuntary. Yeah. Like I didn't really make the choice of saying I can't do this anymore. It's just something that happens. It just comes out. Of um, <laughs> yeah. It, but it's nice to know and nice to be prepared what transition does to you. Yeah. So that you don't panic. Yeah. Whereas I think if I had known, I would have panicked a lot more, thinking that maybe I made the wrong decision by staying at home. But right. yeah. knowing what's going on and that that's perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. I think I was quite relaxed, even though whatever I was saying maybe didn't sound quite relaxed. No, you were, um, you were really I don't know. You were good. You were listening yeah. to me and you were listening to Ross and he yeah. was right beside you the whole time, which yeah. was really lovely to keep that oxytocin flowing. Yeah. Um, you said that he was reading the scripts as well. So yes. I, you don't remember. No, I remember absolutely nothing. Yeah, he was reading yeah. the... Uh, birth metaphor which is beautiful yeah that's the one thing really that even throughout the the whole pregnancy wall really worked because we read it most evenings and it sent me off to sleep every single time so but i still i mean i don't remember him reading it but i think subconsciously it definitely still went in and 
and can be and it's amazing oh, yeah. Car, like yeah what it can do and it's just so lovely yeah. that he was you know there and doing that because yeah it was quite coincidental or well planned or whatever but the boys were asleep they were just asleep yeah. as everything started so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like one at one stage ross had to go out probably yeah. around mm. 10 o'clock yeah well but it was 10 o'clock is very, was a different yeah. time so but very quickly was back in again yeah. and then he was reading the scripture in the book yeah. and everything which was lovely so and it was nice for him as well because the first birth really wasn't nice for him either because yeah. he was kind of in the same position as me where he was panicking he didn't know what was going on he wasn't being informed because i wasn't being informed whereas this time he was prepared and he knew what was happening. He had a job to do and he did his job he and did. that really kept him calm as well. So it was a nice yeah. experience for him as well. And that's the way it should be. You know, yeah, and not just, not it's not just my thing, it's yeah. for him as well. It was his baby as well yeah. and um, partners are usually very concerned, you know, and, and watching over and making sure everything's okay. And yeah. They want reassurance as well. Yes, which and he needs to be practical as yeah. long as he has something practical to be doing, yeah. not just sit there and be supportive. I mean, yes, it's something something good to do, but it's not practical in his eyes, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, yeah. That was good. It was, it was amazing. And then this wee Baba just really flew into the world. He did fly out. Well, I did yeah. fly out underwater. There must be a yeah. word for that. <laughs> like a penguin. Penguins fly underwater, I think. Yeah, no, because I, I remember trying to hold him back because once that reflex goes, you can't do anything. It's hard. But I think because he was coming so quickly, I tried to hold him back. But pointless you know he was didn't, coming it didn't work he was coming i think he was out in one one contraction yeah because you see like every single birth i've seen was first the head and yeah. then another contraction maybe another one and then the body but he was just out he just flew out. yeah he did he was yeah. not he's, hanging around he's eager he still well, is eager yeah they <laughs> yeah. say the way the birth yeah, can be so. a bit of their personalities but you know once yes. once he was out that was it and yeah. uh, the euphoria like in the room is just yeah. amazing and the oxytocin overload and yeah. the pride that everybody was feeling and I'm sure you felt so oh, proud of yourself as well was but the oh. best thing ever just and as well I think what really helped um, was midwives accepting what my what my wishes were because they weren't really except for in the beginning they weren't really around a lot of the time yeah. they came in for for the agreed checks yeah. with the doppler and then they went out again and left us to do it yeah left you what we were doing yes. and then they were just there they didn't interrupt and they didn't disturb anything they were just there and just yeah. in case kind of oh they were really they supportive. were amazing yeah, they were really amazing yeah. so i sort of say you had a great team yes all came together yeah and even the wee man did what he was supposed to do, and the twins as well. It was just yeah. all so perfect. Yeah, because they woke up, I think, just after the midwives had left then in yeah. the end, so it was perfect timing. Yeah, that's right. All the tea and toast that was going on yeah. <laughs> yeah. at that time. Yeah. We had so, biscuits. Yeah. I hadn't had biscuits in nine months, that's so right. I needed biscuits. Oh, I ate the whole tin. I ate the whole tin. <laughs> You had your stack ready, yes. didn't you? Well, that was for the bis- for the midwives, the biscuits, but they didn't touch them, so I ate all of them. But you also had your little order in for when you had the baby that yes. Ross was in yes. charge of as well. Of everything, oh God. Uh, and cream. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't have any of that because we had to go to the hospital then and yeah. with him because I, was, I had the diabetes. Yeah. And then Lucas's blood sugar levels were just a little bit low and he was quite sleepy and therefore he yeah. wouldn't feed therefore his blood sugar levels wouldn't get up so 
Yeah. We did go in. Was I think I didn't want to go into hospital. I think that was kind of my main worry that we would have to be admitted afterwards. Yeah. But in the end, I think it was quite nice because we did have that bonding time yeah. just to ourselves, whereas otherwise the twins would have been there and yeah. kind of... Wanted it to sounds say. horrible, but interrupted. They wanted to see what was going so, on. Yeah, they? Oh, yeah, they would their little brother. They loved him. They loved yeah. him from the first second they've seen him. So, yeah, isn't it funny? You know, just yeah. the way the way things work out. Yeah, it's just all meant to be, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, you weren't in the hospital for long. At all? No, yeah. we went. I think we went in about two o'clock in the afternoon, and yeah. I was out by ten. Yeah. And they've done all the tests and everything that I would have probably had to go somewhere for anyway, or yeah. somebody would have had to come to me. And so we've had kind of everything done. Back in Joan bed again. Yes. Yes. It was perfect. Oh, it was okay. really good. But and you, your mind was clear. No worries or no concerns. So no. that was all done and dusted and everything. Yeah. And then he, that was the start of the. The breastfeeding journey. That was, yeah, that was the start of that. So there's a few yeah. hiccups along the way. Yes, well, one well. hiccup really just the, he was tongue-tied and we kind of expected that because the twins were tongue-tied as yeah. well and it's it can be hereditary. Yeah. So it was flagged anyway with the tongue-tied team mm-hmm. in Antrim. Yeah. And um, I've seen... I've seen them pretty much, I think, on day three or day four for yeah, it was release. pretty early, wasn't it? It was yeah. very early. Mm-hmm. He was born on Monday morning. We've been seen on Friday. Yeah. Um, and that was released straight away. But I think because it was very posterior, mm. it wasn't quite done completely. Right. Mm-hmm. So, which she said to me, to be fair as well, that because she couldn't, like, she couldn't even see it. Yeah. She could only feel it. So, obviously, you don't want to clip too much either. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've gone through about 15 weeks of feeding pain, 15 or 16 weeks. And then we've went to have another release done and we've seen a chiropractor as well because his palate is quite high. Right. And he was quite tense in his neck Uh because the birth was so fast, I think. I think that's all related. Yeah. And because he didn't have time to turn because it was all in one go. So usually they would obviously turn a little bit. Mm -hmm. So his neck was quite tense, which didn't help him either. So he was in a lot of pain, couldn't open his mouth very far, which added to the pain. But then with the second tongue tie release and then the chiropractor, um, that was perfect. And afterwards, so... So all going well now. That, that's just amazing. So, listeners, this is just... I told you I had a real gem for you tonight. I mean, there's so many interesting topics here that many of you will have come across all the time. But I hope that you are surprised, pleasantly surprised, by some of the things we've been talking about tonight. Um, and knowing that there are always um, ways of getting things sorted. Yes. Yeah, just reaching out for that support, reaching out for the help that you need at the time. You just need to be stubborn a little bit. A little Def- bit. Yeah. yeah. Or very stubborn depends sometimes, but yeah, and yeah, it does yeah. help. And be consistent because if you hadn't if you hadn't have gone back and seen maybe about the tongue tie after yes. getting a step, maybe think, well I've said it's done, it must be something else. You could but still be in pain breastfeeding or have stopped more like or yeah, maybe I, given up I, would, I know I would have stopped I wouldn't have, I mean he's six months old and I wouldn't have gone on this that, long yeah. with, with pain yeah um, because I've had a few people tell me that it can't possibly be tongue tie mm. 
but my instincts were just it has to be because it's the exact same as beforehand and obviously I've, I've fed the twins through tongue tie as well so yeah. it wasn't the first time that I've that I've done it so yeah. I knew it was the tongue tie and it definitely was still yeah so trust in mummy's instinct yes mummy's radar always yeah. is pretty spot on yeah. and being insistent to getting it sorted and now here he is fast asleep after his lovely feed from the boob yeah will that be him tonight for a wee while yeah we'll see for how long it lasts (laughs) yeah we'll see so I think we better stop because we've been chatting a wee while here even we've been getting all sorts of information out of you here tonight so (laughs) we better uh, stop there Um, and thank you ever so much for coming along and having this wee chat with me because I know you have such a busy time especially this time of night as well it's hard to find a time that's not busy for you but we really appreciate that and I'm sure the listeners have really enjoyed listening to your story hopefully hopefully it will help someone make a step towards something that they want to do rather than listening to what somebody else wants them to do exactly as we said base your decisions on facts not fear yeah um, and I'm sure you've given lots of mummies loads of inspiration tonight um, around home birth or birth after cesareans or breastfeeding or tongue ties you've got it all <laughs> and yeah and if you ever want to meet Eve in person you'll find her at the Sling Meet li- Sling Library Sling Library Meets um, um, I attend Antrim which is the third Tuesday of the month yeah at 10 o'clock in Funky Monkeys yeah. and then Ikea which is the last Saturday of the month at 10 o'clock as well So we've come to the end of another episode and I want to thank you once again listeners for tuning in to this episode of Let's Do It. Now I'm sure you've loved hearing Eve chat about the births of her babies uh, from cesarean birth with her twins to a home birth after cesarean with baby Lucas. Please feel free to get in touch with me anytime, either through my website, that's motherdoula.com, my Instagram page, that's anhypnodoula, or my Facebook pages, which are doula and glover or hypnobirthing and glover. So please continue to keep listening with a few more really interesting guests on our podcast, which I'm sure you will absolutely love to hear them chatting with me. Thanks again. Bye.